At the time of recording this episode, I am currently on vacation with my family in Maine. I'm truly living the struggle that many of us do in just maybe a different format. I'm trying to stay in routine, managing my mental health, making magical memories for my son, and also trying to get some work done. So I am living the journey I know many of us are on. In this episode, I'm going to help you squash the overwhelm that I already know is creeping in, thinking about all of the habits that you need to do better with or all of the routines you need to revamp. So I'm going to help you stop beating yourself up right now. And I'm going to share ways to choose your number one aligned priority as a foundation for other habit stacking and routine revamp methods we're going to be diving into in future episodes. So let's jump into it. More and more moms are launching online businesses on top of already full lives. And I, for one, am here for it. The pros of having additional impact, income, purpose, and growth are amazing. But you have to be careful or your days can just become a blurred mess of multitasking, momming, too much screen time, and late nights. I am on a mission to help moms buy back their time, energy, and sanity while growing an online business. Let's get clear on your priorities, develop the habit stacks, life hacks, and routines to rock it, and learn to communicate, automate, and delegate so that you can create your dream business without sacrificing your family health or lifestyle. This is Chelsea Fournier, your routine queen. Let's make it happen. So yes, I am going to teach what I think is a really foundational, just paradigm shift around routines and habits, uh, how to choose your number one aligned priority. So we are going to cover that in this episode. But first, I want to I wanna just keep it real because what I know about you if you're listening to this podcast is that you're a mom, you're running an online business, you've got other things going on, and even in the best of scenarios, you can get into a routine maybe in your normal schedule. But can we be honest that there's so many reasons and seasons why the schedule that you have is just not going to stay normal? It could be that you're shifting from summer schedule into you know fall routine of getting back to school. Or it could be that you're shifting from maybe your work schedule has changed or maybe you have a new baby. Like there's constantly so many reasons why good and bad your schedule might be completely out of whack. So I'm going to share just my personal experience right now that we are currently in Maine. So I am from Maine. If you don't know that I'm from Maine, my husband and I met here in Maine. He's from Texas, but we had um, both been living in Maine. That's where we met. And now um, we live in North Carolina. And so we did the long two-day drive uh, road trip with our toddler son to come spend time with family. And when you're, of course, visiting for a short period of time, there's all these different pockets of family and friends and you know people that you want to meet up with. Of course, not everybody can meet at once and all this jazz. So we've been spending a lot of time on the road. And thankfully, our son is so adaptable, so fun, such an easy travel road trip buddy where he'll have his snack on the side of the road or we can stop at a picnic table and, you know, have his bottle. So he's such a fun little dude to travel with, but it's just so out of routine for all of us. And so we, I'm feeling it, you know, like I'm for sure showing up for myself on this trip and making sure that I'm doing enough each day to kind of keep myself feeling well. But, you know, you prioritize. Uh, Of course, I want my son, I want this trip to just feel magical. He's almost two. I know that this is a time in his life that he may actually look back and remember, right? And it's, it's really cool to think about. Will he remember You know, the day that we just went up to the botanical gardens, if you've ever been to Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, there's beautiful botanical gardens 
they currently have a beautiful installation um, art of these gorgeous just um, trolls that have been designed and you know so we we went on this great trip up up to the botanical gardens and will he remember the trolls right so just these little things that of course as a mom you're trying to prioritize so many other people's needs and memories and goals and experiences and it can be really hard to also prioritize what you need for yourself you know we've talked about these different roles that we play of being kind of the family coordinator the um you know being the on the wellness journey the wellness seeker and also businesswoman and so i'm on in vacation mode and out of routine and i 100 percent feel it i feel less productive in my business just because there's only small pockets of time and sometimes even that time i carve out to do the business like there's some fires i need to put out or some deadlines i forgot about or you know, oh gosh, I got to run payroll, just different things that like, I'm not doing my deepest creative work that I know, or my highest impact, um, you know, income activities. And so I'm beating myself up for being behind. Uh, I think it's very easy to, to do. So I'm just going to be honest. Um, when I am in that family coordinator role, I feel like especially because we're on vacation, we are staying at my parents' house. So they have a lot of the amenities that we need. We were on a road trip, so we were able to bring a lot of things with us, but it's still just out of rhythm. You know, we're not doing as much meal prepping, so there's cooking every day. And I'm not like, I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining. I really think that you're going to get this, that it's hard to be like in the moment, have that fun, joyful experience as a mama when you're constantly like, wait, okay, it's 11 o'clock. Are we going to be back in time for him to have lunch or should I pack a snack? Da, da, da. And just being in that family coordinator mode, even though I have a supportive spouse, you know, my husband is amazing and, you know, grandparents, right? Um, So my parents and my son's grandparents are so engaged and so helpful and still, it's just a lot of mental load to carry. Now, I'm going to be real and raw. I'm going to share some of my real journey, especially over the next couple episodes so you can get to know me. You might be able to relate. You might not. That's okay. But for me, when I am out of routine and out of my regular habits, what that looks like for me is a manifestation of higher levels of anxiety. So I'm very transparent. If you've followed me on social media before, you know that I'm very transparent about my pretty much lifelong journey with mental wellness, anxiety, right? Um, being kind of the, the predominant way it manifests for me. And in fact, um, my, my parents are actually moving out of the home that we're all staying in right now. And so uh, packing up some bins, right? Starting to go through some bins that they've been storing for me for years. And I was going through a, a bin that had some childhood memories. And the childhood memories were actually from uh, th- this particular bin was some letters that my parents had written me, a letter I wrote to them, some pictures from when I went to Girl Scout camp. And so I was about 10 years old, I believe, if I'm calculating the age, maybe 11, it was 94. And so I was at Girl Scout camp and, you know, in the letters, I'm sharing the highlights, you know, oh, you know, Lisa is my roommate and we went on a hike and da, 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 da. And, but what was really happening is I actually had my first anxiety attacks that I remember. I may have had, you know, different experiences of anxiety beforehand, but the first like I can't breathe panic attack level anxiety first time was at that Girl Scout camp. They, it was around um, swim lessons. We were going to be doing swim lessons off the end of a dock, jumping into dark, deep water. I was a strong swimmer, but I just I had anxiety about it. And the instructors kept pushing me and pushing me and they had to end, end up pulling me out and grabbing me onto the dock. I, I literally couldn't breathe. 
And so I'm sharing this because if you're someone who has a higher level of worry, a higher level of anxiety, right? I can look back and realize, wow, I was way out of routine. Not that it was the cause of the anxiety, but for me, I know that I can better manage my mental wellness just in general, even if you don't suffer from anxiety, but I'm guessing that some of the moms listening do. And I just want you to know this is a safe space that you can always know that I get where you're coming from. If you have any level of mental wellness, mental health issues or journey, um, you know, I'm certainly not here to diagnose anybody or, or treat anybody, but just know that I'm here as someone who gets what you're talking about or going through if you were to reach out. And, you know, I'm always here because I, I know that some of this work of working on your habits, working on your routines, for me, a lot of it is a crutch to help me get through a naturally, you know, a natural tendency towards anxiety, anxiety attacks. And I manage it 100% naturally currently through these lifestyle, I'm going to call this lifestyle medicine, if you will, looking at having these healthy habits, these routines. I'm going to dive in in future episodes into some of the specific routines I have throughout my day and also be honest about how it ties into helping to manage my mental wellness, how I can have honest conversations about those routines and where I'm at with my partner, just in case that's helpful. But, you know, a lot of, I can look back, sorry, full circle, here we go. Um, I can look back at that time when I was at Girl Scout camp and I was so out of routine, right? Like living, I remember that I could not sleep. I do not sleep well when I'm not in like my normal routine. And so I was not sleeping well. I know I wasn't hydrating well. Looking back, we were hiking like all day. And I remember so many times that I forgot my water bottle and we were eating food in the mess hall, very different from the food I was eating at home. And so there was a lot of things that I was just completely out of routine, even though as a kid, you don't know that, right? I'm not like gonna be like, hey, I'm feeling anxious because I feel out of control. Um, but that did manifest in what was at the time in my life, the most acute panic attack. I didn't know how to describe it. And so I'm sitting here on my, at my um, parents' dining room table the other day, going through this bin and seeing these pictures where I was smiling and happy and these letters back and forth between me and my parents. And I know the underlying real feeling, right? Like I think the letters and the pictures were the highlight reel. We talk a lot about that in today's social media world that people share their highlight reels. So those communications and the pictures were the highlight reel of camp. And as I sat there looking at those memories, I started feeling anxiety, right? And so I'm just sharing this because it's so important just to recognize that, yes, if you're trying to be a more successful businesswoman, up level to have that, you know, full-time income for maybe your part-time online business or get to that, you know, next benchmark that you have, yes, this all ties into business, but that's why we talk ongoing about these three roles that you play because, you know, when if you are launching an online business just as a single woman with no other responsibilities, no kids, just launching an online business and growing it to scale in and of itself can be isolating, challenging, really get you out of your routines, get you into obsessive work mode, right? But then layer on that you're also in this family coordinator role at the same time, making sure that you're taking care of the family needs, you know, anticipating meal planning or food or whatever. There's always something, right? Laundry. And then you're also saying, well, I can't put myself on the back burner. We're going to talk in future episodes about burnout, how to prevent it, impacts of sleep deprivation, how to get better quality sleep as one of your routines. And so you've got all this going on all the time. And so, you know, what are, 
at fast forward to present day, I'm on vacation in Maine again, right? Like I'm not 11 years old. I know I have better tools. And so what are some habits and routines that I can stick to even when I'm out of rhythm and element? Well, one is my morning supplement routine, my evening sleep support routine, my hydration routine, bits of my morning routine, which I call rise routine. But honestly, we're sharing uh, a room with my son. And so when he's up, I'm up um, kind of deal. And so I don't have that same flow into the morning. So just looking at what can I lean into? And I'm going to be honest, if I didn't know and already have these habits and routines established that I know feel good for me, it would be a huge challenge. I think it would be higher levels of anxiety. I think it would be um, not getting any work done and just being like, oh my gosh, never mind. I'm not going to do anything. And just kind of throwing my hands up in the air and maybe not enjoying this vacation as much as I am, but it takes effort. It takes effort as the mom who wants to be present, growing a business, keeping on top of your own mental wellness and physical wellness and saying, no, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a stand that I can have everything I want, right? And so I share some of these stories just for you to kind of get to know me. You might be new to my audience and I appreciate that and I want you to know I'm a real person. Yes, I have, I kind of, I've been, was saying to someone the other day that I kind of sleep and breathe and just think in systems and habits and routines and spreadsheets and contracts. It's just my background, right? I used to be a lawyer. I used to organize documents and naming functions and super nerdy things that just like feels super normal to me. And I know that especially if you're a mom who is jumping into an online business, some of this might be like all out of left field. You might feel like you don't have the executive function to kind of organize your thoughts or organize your steps or put things in the right order. I really hope that as you come through this podcast journey with me episode by episode, I'm hoping that I can help you lay a foundation and being not that you have to listen to these in order, but I might recommend it. If you really like the way that I, that I talk through things, you resonate with me. If you're kind of catching this as the first episode, that's fine. But going forward, I am going to try to strategically lay a foundation. So today, what we're going to talk about is choosing your number one aligned priority. Now I'm gonna give an example of what my number one aligned priority is right now because you can choose an aligned priority that could be for six months or a year, it could be for two weeks. And so I decided for the period of time that we're here on vacation that my number one priority was to be really present with my family and at the same time to launch my podcast. <laughs> so you might say, well, that's two different priorities, but for me, it's not. It was actually my intention, my aligned priority was to launch my podcast while having a present experience on this vacation because I knew I wanted to launch it in August. It just so happened that when I chose the date, it was like, oh, we're going to be in Maine. How can I do that? And so in the next episode, we're actually going to talk about how to have supporting goals that move your aligned priority forward. But I want to talk about, you know, just, just some verbiage for you to understand what I mean. So when I say an aligned priority, it really looks at like in your life right now, in order to move forward, like what would you, if I were just to come up to you, let me just phrase it this way. If I were to come up to you and say, what's the number one thing? Like if this happened, you feel like your life would change or you would feel a level of success or pride that just would, oh my gosh, it would just make you freaking excited, right? What is that number one aligned priority? For me, for a period of time of about three months, my number one aligned priority 
was to earn an incentive trip through the product partnership that I work with. They were running an incentive for a trip to Cabo San Lucas and it happens to be the trip is on my wedding anniversary. And so I was like, oh my gosh, if I could qualify for that, that would be, you know, it would tick off the list of us having something awesome to do on our anniversary. And if I could really qualify for that in a way that doesn't throw me way out of whack of like, you know, my wellness being behind or not feeling like I'm in my other roles really solid, like if I could do that, that would get me really excited. And so for a period of time until I earned it or, you know, qualified for that trip, that was my number one aligned priority. And it was not only about doing the thing, but I use the word aligned because I wanted it to feel like it wasn't completely tipping the boat towards, you know, oh, I'm only in the businesswoman role and everything else is falling apart. So my number one priority, if I was just, if I wasn't thinking about it as being an aligned priority, I might have just been like, I'm going to grind this out as quickly as I can. And I might have stayed up all night and, you know, really put myself into that role and needed to get a nanny for longer periods of time in the day or just like gone a little bit cuckoo, right? And if I was single, (laughs) I probably would have done that. And I did end up qualifying for it in pretty record time, but I was able to do it in that aligned way. So if aligned isn't a word that that resonates with you, put a different word. Maybe it's balance, maybe it's sustainable priority, but to think about something that just means it doesn't have to tip your other roles in such a drastic way, but your focus is in the priority. And so your priority may not always be in the business realm. It may be in the uh, family coordinator role, it may be in your wellness seeker role, but you're probably always going to want to be touching all three of those roles, but saying right now, what is my priority? And so I just want to give a quick distinction of like some verbiage to me that makes sense. So your priority is the one thing that you are dedicating the majority of your time and energy to. Now, a lot of us talk about goals. We're going to cover that in the next episode. Goals are what we need or want to accomplish, to move that priority to achievement, to fruition, to completion. And this can be a mix of business, family, or wellness goals like we talked about. And then a to-do list, the to-do list items are actions to further those goals. And so working backwards, basically, if you don't know what your aligned priority is and you're not clear what the goals are and you're just making a to-do list, you're not working backwards to reverse engineer getting your priority to fruition. Does that make sense? So, you know, right now, if you were to honestly say, my number one aligned priority is, maybe you pause this, maybe you grab a journal, maybe you're not sure, maybe you're laser clear. But if you were to be honest and say what your number one aligned priority is, now I like this to be a sentence. It could even be a couple sentences because the alignment part means that you have an idea of how it's gonna feel. And sometimes, you know, this might be a little bit different than what you hear from other business coaches or trainers or whoever you work with. And if it resonates with you, take it. And if it doesn't, leave it behind. That's what I always say. But if you were to write out a priority in a couple sentences, you know, like, so for me, if I were to say, I am going to launch my podcast while we are on vacation and feel supported and not frazzled. That was my priority, my number one aligned priority for during this trip. And so then I worked backwards. I'll just give you kind of a glimpse of some of my process. I worked backwards a couple of weeks or almost a month before once I decided on my launch date and said, okay, what are some goals I need to do? And so one goal was to have an apprentice or an intern who was going to help me on this process. And so, you know, then some to-do list items, 
needed to be, okay, putting out a call um, or a listing to find an intern, onboarding the intern, getting them up to speed before I left for Maine so they had some work to do. So a lot of that kind of flowed backwards, but for me, that came out of me deciding I wanted the podcast launch to happen during vacation and to feel supported and not frazzled. Okay, so I know in the past sometimes when I've just decided on a deadline and said I'm going to launch something and then I just feel frazzled. I feel not supported. I stay up all night. I, you know, don't eat well. I just, oh, got to make this deadline that I set for myself. And I didn't want that to happen, but I also didn't want to push the launch date back. So that's kind of the process. And, and next episode, we're going to talk more about how to identify the three supporting goals for that priority. And then, of course, we're going to start getting into to-do lists and how I manage my to-do list, planners that I use, methods that I use. But, you know, I think that this can actually be a really challenging step for a lot of us because to really be honest and think about the number one thing you want, you might not even want to say this out loud to someone. You could message it to me. I don't have any skin in the game. You could, you know, definitely reach out to me. Or if you struggle, if you really honestly struggle with this. You also, in the show notes, wherever you're watching this, you can probably find a link to book a free 20-minute call with me. I call it a focus and power-up call. And so during that period of time, you actually, as you register for for a time, and it's free, it's no strings attached. Like I, I offer this to my podcast community because I know that the the if you are the person that goes ahead and books that time, you and I have a lot in common. I can help you, you know, if at the end of the call, we know a way we can work together, great. But I really honestly do it for my podcast community because I know sometimes you just need that little tweak, that extra perspective. And my one of my secret superpowers is being able in 20 to 30 minutes to ask the questions that nobody else is asking you, to ask the real questions with perspective, you know, without skin in the game to ask you the questions and get you to honestly answer in a safe container of time and space. So ideally, if you do book a call with me, make sure you're going to be able to be focused, like not driving, you don't have the kids or, you know, maybe if you have the kids, you have had a conversation with them, you know, hey, mommy needs 20, 30 minutes with, you know, with her friend Chelsea, right? Like make it fun. But the more you can just be focused, um, even if you do book a call, do some grounding beforehand. If you're someone who needs to pray beforehand, journal beforehand, have some ideas about what you want to get out of the time together. Or honestly, like I had someone recently book a call and she was like, I don't know why I'm on this call with you. I just know that I need your perspective. I need your input. And we got so much done and it, we, it's just going to be a fun collaboration, I think. And so feel free. Like if you see those in the show notes or you can message me on social media and probably in a link in my bio find focus and power up call. If that feels like an aligned step, if you show up on that call and you're like, I can't get honest with myself. I'm not clear on what my number one aligned priority is. I guarantee if we can get you some more focus on that and then you continue to go through these episodes to understand how to get clear on those three goals, the supporting goals, and then work backwards from that to have your to-do list and to follow some of the methods that I'm going to teach you of how to revamp your routines, set up habit stacks that are going to support all of this coming into place, it's going to be in the right order. What I know is that so many mompreneurs are actually just starting with the to-do list, being like, well, I, I know that these things need to get done, but are they in the right order? Are you kind of like going to step 10 because you know that that's something that should be done when maybe you're not being honest about step one, two, three of getting some of this foundation in place. So 
you know, I'm going to keep this episode fairly short because I really just wanted to share, I get what you're going through, you know, especially in this experience of everything happens in aligned timing. I believe that I'm shooting this episode while I'm on vacation, experiencing what it feels like to be way out of routine. So having a lot of empathy for all of us who maybe have never been in routine or in habit or in flow and maybe you're listening to this saying, I, you know, this is the weakness I have. And Chelsea, this is your strength. Let's match up and help me up level. Awesome. Love that. And maybe you're sitting here saying like, I've been in routine before and I just, it's not happening right now. Like what's going on? So, you know, I'm just like you. I just happen to have a natural superpower of creating the habit systems, methods, and organization. I would love to help you stack your habits in your favor design winning routines that you can stick to and honestly just to make it happen whatever that means for you I honestly believe that getting clear on your number one aligned priority if you can get honest about that write it as a sent like you might be able to boil it down like you might be able to say launch podcast like two words right and you know what that means you know the feeling you want to have like that's fine whatever your style is of articulating and communicating but if it feels like, like this might be opposite of what you've heard in the past of, you know, oh gosh, your, your, your goal, your top goal, your vision board has to fit on like, you know, one, two words or three words. I know there's some coaches that teach that, but what I'm encouraging you to do is to feel into your own energy of like, what if you were to honestly say, what do you want? Is it a monetary amount? I will earn $5,000. Okay, great. Why? You know, just to like explore it, tease it out a little bit. So your number one aligned priority could be about you know, a milestone like launching a podcast. It could be about an earnings milestone like I will earn $5,000 a month. It could be about, you know, you might be in a space where you feel burned out and you're listening to this podcast because you need to put more priority on the wellness seeking role. So you might say, I will take five hours a week and explore what feels great for self-care for me. And that might need to be your number one aligned priority right now because you're already doing all the stuff, but you're not feeling well. So I hope that this just inspires you. Maybe, you know, I'm never going to give a long homework on these episodes because I know you might be tuning in, you might be multitasking, you might be doing dishes, but maybe just plant a seed. Could you carve out 15 minutes in the next 48 hours while this is fresh in your mind to sit down with a journal or a voice recorder if you're kind of an auditory, you know, person? Could you sit down 15 minutes and just get really honest about what your number one aligned priority is? And, you know, feel free to message me or head over to the Your Routine Queen Instagram account and, you know, find the post about this episode and chime in if you want to about just declare it. The more you can get clear, articulate it, post it, share it, comment, get feedback, like just let this be a breathing experience, breathe life into it because your number one aligned priority, if you can get good at this routine, because like I said, you might get clear on setting an intention of your aligned priority for the next two weeks for the next three months, for the next six months. Like, I don't know how long it will take for you to bring that aligned priority to fruition. I would say, honestly, six months or less, because other than that, it just feels like this big, like life-changing goal that could take years, right? And I think you could honestly break that down into smaller chunks, probably. So I hope you got some really good value out of this episode and definitely stay tuned to the next episode coming out. We're going to be talking about how to move backwards from the aligned priority to three supporting goals and then going forward also how to start turning that into a weekly to-do list. So lots of how-to, if you will, coming up to lay this foundation, like I said, 
and I hope you're really getting some value out of this, enjoying the topics, and we'll talk soon. Before we head out from this episode, I want to give one offer and one ask. The offer, if you didn't catch it during the episode, is I offered you some free time if you want to take me up on it. I do carve out a pocket of time every single week for focus and power-up calls, which are free, no sales pitch, no strings attached calls with my podcast community members. And that offer stands. So definitely go check out in the show notes. You should be able to find a link to book a free focus and power-up call. You just fill out your information. It brings you right to my calendar. And then you can let me know what you think your intentions are for that call. But even if you show up and aren't sure, I guarantee it's going to be valuable a use of your time. So feel free to take me up on that offer. And the ask would be wherever you're listening to this episode, if it gives you the opportunity to rate it, to give a comment, to subscribe, please do so. It really does make a difference in the algorithm, sharing this content out to other users, other listeners, and it makes a big difference. So be a part of that ripple effect if you can. You could take a screenshot and share it to your stories. You could subscribe. You could leave a comment five-star review, any of that. I so, so appreciate it. I do it for podcasts that I listen to that I enjoy because I know that digital algorithm ripple effect really does make a difference. So take me up on the offer. Would appreciate you taking a step on the ask and we'll see you on the next episode.